Welcome to the Windy City Bender Podcast with your hosts, Noli, Boatsy, and Jerem. Hey there, everybody. We're back. We did the thing. We're here. Hi. Uh, it's episode 52. 51. Uh, we're all, uh, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, start it again. No, I'm, we're just rolling with it. I like that. Hey there, everybody. Is this thing? Um, episode fifty-one. The uh, the soupy Brian Campbell uh, here, as per usual, uh, is uh, Pote's along with Noli. Hey. And Jerem. How's it going, boys? Good. How you guys doing? Oh, just dandy. Drinking my hot chocolate, yeah. watching the Leafs. Nice. Oh, fuck! Get Not so good man. anymore. Oh, fancy! Oh, Yeichel just dropped a bomb. Didn't you just say he wasn't feeling too good? Yeah, he went to the boys. Weird. He's all right now. You know, like the thing is, when the Leafs play the the Sabers, it's upsetting because when the Sabers score, it's like it's probably the greatest goal song in the NHL. Get so excited! Oh god! Yeah. yeah, but it's like I can't be excited. <laughs> uh-huh. So that's how I'm feeling right now. You be excited on the inside. It's all right. At I, least it's not like the Calgary Columbus game that's going on right now. Jesus yeah. Christ! Yikes! I hope hope you took the over in that one, folks. Uh, you know what? I I've been staying away from Columbus. Um, <laughs> I had I've had Tampa, and they've screwed me twice. I got Tampa again tonight. They're down four to three. Last time I looked. Yeah, yeah, yikes! Hey, came back and so, saw the head. Uh, what up? I'm getting pissed. Nothing is working. And I'm always with just one off. That's it. I get two out of three all the time. I can never get the third one. Mm. God damn it. Now it's five to three. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Well. Well, whatever. Anywho. <laughs> so that's what we're here to talk about. Uh, we're here to talk about how bad the Blackhawks are, even though Joe Quinville is not their head coach anymore. So I got the record. Since Q's was yeah. fired, three eight and two. Not great. And of this, nice. and of those ten nice. losses, they have let up the first goal in eight of them. What about in the wins? I feel like it's just as many. Yeah, you know, I didn't like it even though there's only three wins. Either a first goal or a goal five minutes into the game. Either yeah, one. it's it's oh. absurd. So it, it's weird. Um, to watch them play when they're in the offensive zone, you're like, oh, this isn't so bad. This isn't so bad. They're actually sustaining some pressure, and it's good. And then they go to the defensive zone. You're like, where, where is, where is everybody going? What the is only, happening? The defense yeah, has never been worse. Yeah, the only thing is know, about the offensive zone is that yeah, it's like there's pressure, but then it's like oh, but no goals. They don't know how to score whatsoever. You know. What was I this? Don't, I don't know if it's maybe just the transition to what. Jeremy Colleton is looking for them to end up doing, but it, the D zone is just a, it's a straight up disaster. It looked a little bit better against Calgary, but I mean, if it wasn't for Crawford in the first, uh, first period really of that hockey game, I mean, he got shelled. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time he played well in a long time. I think he's been playing pretty decent. He's just been getting hung out to dry, but that was like the first game where it was like, he needed to stand on his head 
and he absolutely yeah. did. He did above and beyond what he was supposed to. I feel like he's been he's been okay. He's been good, but he hasn't been the guy that everybody has said that he's supposed to be that was going to save the season last year. You know, um, and maybe it's, I don't know, maybe a bit too judgmental for a guy who just left a dark room not even a few months ago. But yeah, I mean, coming back from what he came back from for how, as long as he was out, coming back to this, it's not going to, it's not going to be pretty. Yeah. And who even knows no, if, he's, know that, if he's even a hundred percent, you know what I mean? Like, I know. I, I think he is. Think I think he he's is? doing all right. Yeah. If I they think waited, he is too. I, if they waited that long, they're not going to be like, oh, you're 90%. Like, let's just get it going now. Like, we need to win. Like, and, no. It's, and he's proved it the past little bit here, too. Exactly. Uh, that he's kind of feeling back to normal. Because he got, he got hit pretty hard by Tom Wilson when Wilson mm-hmm. scored against oh, yeah. Washington. Got right back up. Uh, that one made me nervous. That made <laughs> yeah. me really nervous. I think that's the first time he's really had any contact from anybody. Um, you know, he's had some risers go off his helmet and uh, things like that. But I think that's the first actual physical contact he's taken. Um, and then uh, Sunday against Calgary, they were all in his kitchen. I mean, they were going in after the whistle. They were giving him hacks and wax. I mean, mm-hmm. the meal fell on him. Yeah. So, and, and I uh, think the other big thing to take out of that too, that little scrum with Neil is that Crawford went into the scrum and pulled somebody out and was like, all right, let's go. Well, not only that, but it's funny. Cause like I, everybody came in to like defend Crawford and then somebody jumped on Kane. And as soon as somebody went near Kane, Crawford's like, Nope, absolutely yeah, not. Nope, 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 yeah. nope. <laughs> like I, I'll exactly. get fed before Kane or even gets touched. Our enforcers are goalie. Exactly. And to bring it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, um, you want one positive yep. about Crawford though what one positive about Crawford in four less games he has the same amount of points as Chris Kunitz yep huh. what a scumbag yep. that guy is what a waste like he sat what, three games in a row he comes back and just takes a penalty like in the first like that was uh, I'm still upset I'm still upset about that one Really, really bad hit too in the Calgary game. Not yeah. necessary at all. Yep, not whatsoever. And I mean, nope. if, like you, you could tell he threw the elbow out. Like he he caught him good. That was the the major, right? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Um. So I and for somebody who's what five eight, maybe five nine. He's hit listed. somebody in the head. You got you got to lift it. He's listed as oh, six that, foot. Yeah, that that bow was flying. Um, I mean, do you think he gets a call from player safety, or has they announced anything? No, no. Or is he like they would have announced that, that already? Been, I think. Yeah, is he like that irrelevant? Where it's like, ah, oh, he's actually hurting the team more being on the <laughs> yeah you know, ice. Yeah, probably. No, I think uh, they probably thought the same thing with uh, that happened with Wilson getting him kicked out was probably enough. Yeah, which I don't I don't know for the Kunitz one, but um, yeah. And then you got good old Dunks with a the other five minute major as of late getting tossed from a game. Well, How'd you guys feel about that one? I actually didn't see that. What did you think the hit was that bad? I thought he got turned almost into it. Yeah, it it. I mean, it kind of caught him. It was like 
not straight to the back, but wasn't straight to the shoulder. And yeah, he was like, it looked like he was sort of turning and it just kind of made it look worse as he spun a little bit more. But I mean, the thing, the thing with Keith is it's just like, it seems like anytime something like that happens and he wants to stick up for himself, it's like, Oh good. Keith wants to stand up for himself. And then he waits and he waits and then, somebody else stands up for him and then he tries to jump somebody from behind or something like that. And it's like, you had your opportunity, just like be a man. Exactly. So I was fine with him trying to go out and start a fight, get something going because yeah, absolutely. Especially if he felt like it was a, if he felt like it was a dirty hit, if he felt that way and he wanted to stick up for himself, a hundred percent go for it, especially with absolutely. trying to get the boys into the game. Absolutely. Yeah. That's okay. I just, I just looked up the video of the hit. That's a fucking clean hit. Yeah. It really wasn't that bad. Exactly. So I think what he was more so trying to do, I don't think he was necessarily upset about the hit. I think he saw it as an opportunity. Like, all right, now I'm getting tossed around. Fuck this. I'm pissed. We're down three, nothing. It's not even five minutes into this hockey game. I'm going to lose my mind. And he just, he went and he started a fight and other people got into it. But the thing with Keith is I don't think he's got an off switch when he does some shit like that. No, he, when he gets to that, when he gets to that place, because everything was done it, to break it. And, uh, who was it? Not Ellis. Wilson. Was it Wilson? Colin Wilson? No, uh, Irwin. That to, yeah, it was Irwin. That to bring it fought. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Irwin. It was Irwin. Erwin, Matt Erwin, yeah. Um, Brinkett and Erwin had a pretty good fight. I think usually once one good fight kind of pans out, everybody else just kind of goes, all right, we're just going to grab each other and mm. kind of let everybody else go, right? It was all done. Everything was separated. And then out of nowhere, Keith just goes and starts wailing on, uh, who was it, Yanmark, right? I believe so. Yeah, just starts wailing on you know, yeah. he didn't even give him the opportunity to take his gloves off or anything. He just started going, and then yeah, he came he and did this weird like wrestling move on the ice. Yeah, the took the ref out with I, him. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's like, just, he was lucky that the ref didn't end up getting hurt, though, like getting sliced or anything. Otherwise, people looking at some serious. Speaking of refs getting hurt, geez, how about the there was like what back to back face offs in the zone last game where the refs <laughs> just went down right away. Oh my god, that was wild. Um. But yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is with Keith. Like he wants to be a tough guy, but it's like everybody knows he's soft and he just does stupid mm-hmm. things and and I don't know. He's just he's just an idiot sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was uh, really dumb, not smart. Yeah, because I mean, great. Now we're now we're down our quote unquote number one defenseman. Is that really what you wanted to get out of that? At least at least our top one of our top from our top pairing out. Yeah, exactly. So that really didn't do us any good. Yeah. Um, um, what go is the, the the next step here for the Hawks? Are you guys are you guys thinking that it's a little bit more of a, a positive thing that they played a, a better game against Calgary, or are we still kind of in I don't know this weird twilight zone area? I don't. I so. The other day when – who did they play where they scored – to bring it scored late and they tied it and then they ended up winning was a uh, – Florida game. Florida. So in my mind when that happened, I was like, you know what? Like they still got that fire. Like they can make something out of the season. Like 
if there's a turning point in the season, this is the game. Like this is the one that you're going to remember. And then they just came out flat against what they played Tampa the next or no, it was Florida after Tampa. I don't even remember whoever they played next game. Yeah, after Florida, Florida. After Tampa. Yeah, so it was whatever game they after uh, t- uh, Florida. Was it? I think that was um, like they just came game. out flat. Like they yeah, did not was, look uh, good. And it's like, yeah, it was who was Vegas it? Game. Vegas. Yeah. Oh, yes. Vegas. Oh, they came God. out so flat against them, and it's like you just had like this huge game, like on a back to back, like. That was I thought that was like a huge moment, like, and they did not look fired up at all. And it's like, if that doesn't get you going, like, I don't know what's going to this team. Just exactly, there's just no fire out of anybody, and it just it's it's upsetting to watch. Yeah, I agree. L- lose I agree. for Hughes, and, baby. I mean, it's so Jeremy Colleton kind of said it after the the Jets game. They they scored five goals against the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah, you should not lose that game. They should win that game. Yeah, so that should absolutely. Be a win right there. Anytime you score five goals on Jets, that should be a win. Anytime um, you score five goals in general, that should and be a win. And especially against the Jets, yeah. Um, yeah. Another thing, I didn't mean to cut you off, but another thing that he said that I really liked is they were asking him about like him being new and everything. He's like, I'm not new anymore. Like, not they've, new. They've had I enough, love that. He's like, they've had enough time to adjust. Like, this is it. Like, I'm not new anymore. And I just like that fired me up. Like I don't understand how. Yeah. This team isn't like producing right now. I'm still excited you know, the for thing, this guy to be the coach. Like I'm, I'm pumped that this guy is getting the opportunity to be this coach for this team. I just worried that he is getting put in a situation just to be set up for failure. I mean, he he already is. <laughs> but I'm just saying, uh, though, like, is it going to be I, kind of like him? He's just the scapegoat for now until he was this. He's the next savvy. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I mean, they wouldn't have promoted him so much otherwise. You know, I mean, I know. when when they first signed him, they were like, "This guy is the real deal. He's going to end up taking over for Q someday. We want him to be our our coach after Q is gone." You know, that was always kind of the the mindset. So I don't think that they would use him as kind of a um, a fall guy, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just he—he he really isn't. He hasn't been given the best of any situation right now. And you know, it's—it's it's difficult to give him what less than a month to kind of figure out what he wants, or you know, whether or not he's you know kind of been good enough, I guess, to kind of pass a grade on him, I guess is more so what I'm trying to say. He needs more more than a month yeah, to, you know, kind of get everybody on the same page. And, you know, I, he's right. He's not new. But at the same time, how difficult must it be to change your systems that you've known for 10 years? Yeah. You know, and that's and not really that. it's, it's, it's just muscle memory at this point yeah. almost. Not only that, but I mean, look at the team he has, especially on the back end. Like, it's just, we've talked about it. We've talked about it so many times that it's just, the defense is dog shit. Like, it's absolute dog shit. And it's just not looking any better than what we expected. If it keeps going this direction, um, what is the next move? They have, they they have, they have to move one of, Dave's Kane, 
Keith or Seabrook. They have to move one of those guys, and it's not going to be Kane. 100% you should never trade Patrick Kane. It's not going to be Taze because he's your captain, mm-hmm. and you're not going to want to do that. Nobody's going to take that. Seab- been com- he's actually been looking good, yeah. Absolutely. It's yeah. not going to be Seabrook because nobody's going to take that contract, so I think it's Keith, and some people still think Keith can be a superstar defenseman. Yeah. I think, so I, I think that it, would be the biggest move. Yeah, we said it before. Uh, he still has that status of superstar around the league where we've kind of seen otherwise that mm-hmm. he's losing it, really. I mean, he's he really doesn't... He's not as electric as he used to be. He's not making as many smart plays as he used to be. So, I, speaking of smart plays, I've, so I've been like really like thinking about it lately, and like I've never been a key fan, and like I'd never thought he was that great of a defenseman. So... Watching him play now, he's making the same stupid plays he always has been making, but he had so much puck luck before, and he had so many good players out there making smart plays that they looked like genius plays, but really he was just blindly throwing the puck all the time. And now nobody's in the way, or like it's he just doesn't have the luck anymore, and people are realizing, like, what is he doing? Yeah. Is it is it puck luck? Or was it something that you just didn't see back then, but you see a little bit more nowadays? Like, you know how he'd always make those behind-the-back passes to the middle? Yeah. But he knew that somebody was swinging up, and he was going to pick up that pass. Like, Sharpie would come and pick up that pass. I, I don't know. Back, I don't know. Back case. in, like, 2010, 2011, those kinds of plays weren't plays that were made ever by any defenseman. Because you they're know, dumb. That was always they're kind of dumb plays. <laughs> They are dumb plays, but the Hawks had used it so much and they had practiced it so well that it actually ended up working. So mm-hmm. I feel like that also kind of plays into it as well. I don't, I don't know if I would necessarily call it puck luck, more so that it wasn't anything that anybody had really seen before used as a, I don't know, used as a, a play, you know? Well, I mean, one thing that comes to mind, one particular play, it was the playoff where Giant A scored that game-winning OT goal in St. Louis. That exact play the puck was right in the slot and he literally just chopped it and it just went and it just happened to be that taser it just happened to be taser that center ice like that's literally just puck luck you throwing the puck blindly and it ends up landing on tape like those plays happen all the time for him and now it's just nobody's there yeah i'll agree with that one yeah but like yeah obviously i mean he's not a complete moron like he he knows where guys are on the ice so no, yeah. But it's just it's no. it doesn't work. It's not working, and he, right. he doesn't. He's not figuring out to change it up. Well, because he's not the only one that does it anymore. Yeah. You know, other defensemen are starting to do that now. Edmund, Dowdy. Yeah. You know, that's just then how it goes. Yeah, I'm just um, I'm so sick of them turning the puck over in the defensive zone and giving it right to. I know. In, in the slot, it's just. Ugh. So. That game against Vegas might have been one of the worst hockey games in general that I've ever seen before. Not not just Blackhawks, but just yeah. hockey in general. That was awful. Awful. It made me question like, Somehow, the it game was a little only bit. Three to two <laughs> at one point. What were you going to say, Jerem? I said, I kind of like watching it, I kind of questioned. I'm like, why do I watch this? Like, yeah. it just, it was. So bad and ugly. Like I don't even. I can't even tell you if I finished watching the game. It was that bad. Ugh, it's like I'm not gonna not watch it because it's the Hawks. Yeah. Like I, it just brings me back to like 
like oh six oh seven when they weren't good and i yeah. still watched i was always there yeah. i'm not gonna not watch but it's like and it's frustrating because i mean I, I don't know how much longer they can take losing because there's a lot of fans that aren't into it anymore and like rocky said like <laughs> rocky's not gonna we've talked about that before like rocky's not gonna accept failure he's like i, I made this company as successful i made them money making right. team like i'm not gonna go back to the dark ages uh kind of off topic but um did you guys see i guess jim cornelius didn't sing the anthem at the hockey today yeah it was really really weird what what was that about uh i don't know but yeah it was strange That's and weird. it didn't sound right and i don't know <laughs> No, I mean, I was I was scrolling through Twitter to see what was going on, and a bunch of people were like, Stan trade Jim Cornelison, too? Was that better for <laughs> You know what, Jim? You're not, he, just, you're just not firing the people up right now. We need he to, tweeted. We need <laughs> he tweeted you're out. You're not getting people going. I don't think this guy pointed during, like, and the flag was still there either. Like, come on. What does this, this guy pointed. should know? He tweeted he out that he like was sick with no voice. Work. Yeah, and and obviously, like they, there's no zoom in on it if there was, because there's no ring shining when you point with this guy. Like, come on, that's not going to get the people going. No. Yeah, he he was sick with no voice. He was on uh, vocal rest. You know what? If Patrice Bergeron can play with a punk too long, <laughs> he can sing through a sickness, Jim. Like fucking man up. <laughs> Fuck. God damn, Eichel. Score board. Sorry. Well, now that we kind of alluded to it, um, Nicky Schmaltz gets sent over to Arizona for Dylan Strom and Perlini. Yep. Brandon, um, Brandon Perlini. Right? I, I don't remember his first name actually. I just been calling him Perlini. I think it is. I think it's Brandon. Yeah. I'll look it up. Um, at first, I didn't know how to take the trade. I wasn't 100% sure, and I feel like that was kind of the consensus uh, around uh, the Blackhawks fandom. Uh, I wasn't 100% sure if I liked it or not. Um, mm-hmm. Brendan Perlini. But now that... Brendan. Brendan, thank you. Oh, yeah, because there's... Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah, way to way to remember Pots. No, <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Yes, like, obviously. Cuz obviously why wouldn't it be? No, I saw a tweet that was like uh we're back to uh being confusing with Brendan and Brandis again. Uh okay. Um, no, so um we weren't 100% sure what we were going to be getting out of Dylan Strom who puts call spade a spade does not have all that much experience at the NHL level. Um, and not like we totally bashed him in our preseason or yeah. anything like that. No, we're talking well, about, we loved did. him. Dilly dilly. Oh my God. Can we talk about that? <laughs> the dilly dilly thing? I saw that and I was so excited. I could not tweet you guys That's fast enough. Thing. Yeah. That was the greatest thing. I'm such a fan of that. I can't wait for him to start scoring like 30 goals if that ever happens. I want to see that all the time. Um, no, I, a couple of games watching him, I, I thought he's been pretty consistent. 
Um, boy can win some face-offs, I'll tell you what. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, That's the, my main takeaway. Yeah, so just like you said, like when they announced the trade, I was kind of like, it wasn't, it wasn't a huge trade, but it has like the potential to be a huge trade for both sides, honestly. But it's like, yeah, it happened. And I was like, Oh yeah. Oh wait. Uh, okay. Uh, like I, I just didn't know like how to feel, but like, yeah, I mean, I don't know if we ever really talked about Schmoltz and how he's been playing this season, but I didn't see like like we were saying there's no fire especially from him like there was it's almost been lazy yeah he, there's really no other way to describe it other than it's been lazy he's he he is such a talented player like he has such the potential to be so good but he just doesn't care he's just out there skating around like it's a fucking throwaway game up in rochester thank you he'll um, he'll shade of it but he I don't think there's been a game, at least not this year, where he's been a hundred percent balls to the wall, giving you his entire effort. Half, more than half the time I see him on the ice, he's gliding, oh, and yeah. he's not. He's very afraid to, to go in the corners. He does not work to get to the corners first. He doesn't win puck battles. Um, and watching Strom, who obviously is the main point of the Hawks for the mm-hmm. trade. Watching him play, he's one of the few guys on the Hawks that have been driving to the net and going hard to the net, and that's something we're not going to get out of Schmaltz. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine, though, if, yeah, if Strom and Debrinkit can just reunite that eerie otter magic they had with each other? Yeah, I mean, that's obviously that's something that they're definitely looking for. Um, but yeah, that would be dope if they could do that i mean hey last game crow fed it up to brinksy cat and brinksy cat over strom thank you very yeah. much yeah yeah i i'm excited to kind of see what kind of chemistry that they can recreate with one another I, somebody had said that um it might have been a tweet i can't remember exactly where i saw it but somebody had said you know, it, it might be great to have to bring it and Strom back together, but also their chemistry came to juniors, and this is a completely different type of game than juniors allows. Juniors is more so just a fast-paced, dangle-all-you-want kind of hockey game, whereas in the NHL, obviously, it's not that easy. No, it's not. It's a lot different, but at the same time, they have looked good so far, and honestly, what, oh, yeah. who, who else are you going to put? Like, what are you going to do? Like, you, you don't have a number two center. And yeah. Strom is 100% going to be that guy, especially, like you said, on how well he is in the face-offs. Yeah. And like, what are you going to do? Are you going to drop Taves or move Kane yeah. and bring it up and move him with Taves? Right. Like, I just I don't see that. Yeah. Uh, as soon as we got Strom, I thought about the line of him, Kane, and Debrinket together, and I thought that would be such a great line. And it actually wasn't bad. Um, that first game, I think it was against Vegas. Let's go! It actually Let's go! really well. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, it actually went really well offensively uh, against Vegas. I think they ran it again uh, against the Jets. They were they were one of the few teams that actually could sustain like pressure in zone, and they were just buzzing the whole time. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, I understand why they got split up just because, I don't know, like that's a lot to have on, on one line when you're not very deep in the first place. So yeah. I, I think it's more so let's try and spread it out when we, where we can uh, type of a deal. So, um, yeah. But then you go to a Kane, Camp, Cahoon line. It's like, uh, what? Like when did oh, Kane it. get on the fourth line? And then Pat Foley's sitting there like, oh, it's the triple K line. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, please don't say KKK. Please don't say it. <laughs> please don't say it, Pat. <laughs> the, only, the only reason he was saying the triple K line is because he kept on messing it up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He didn't know who was out there half the time. <laughs> I know. He was like, can't cut. Uh, and one of the hawks gets it. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It was hilarious. Yeah. Um, but speaking of Pat and Eddie, I cannot stand them anymore. <laughs> I literally just can't do it. Like, them two together is the most annoying thing. When the Hawks are losing, like, it's just they're still laughing and joking. And I'm like, shut your dirty whore mouths. You sound like jagoffs. Honestly, I love that. I hate it. It keeps it light. I no. Put this smile on your face when you're feeling like a piece of dog shit. No, I think no. That's hilarious. It frustrates me more, and I think they sound like idiots. Like, I'm sorry, your, your buddies and stuff, but I, I don't care about your inside jokes, especially when the Hawks are down. To the Jets six down. to three, like, <laughs> please just don't right now. Well, okay. So here's my question: What would you rather have them do? Would you rather have them be like, "Well, this sucks. Hawks suck." Or would you yes, have because be... that's what a real fan is saying right now. <laughs> well, <they're not> <laughs> let them be one of us. Fans. Yeah, if we have to be miserable, <laughs> they need to be miserable. <laughs> they have to. They cannot. They're getting paid millions of dollars to watch this. I'm. I was just sacrificing my time to do this. Fast. They don't get to do it for fun. <laughs> <laughs> I do like how Olchek has been ragging on them, though. He is ragging on their effort, and, and I have enjoyed his little rants. I will say that. He, uh, he gave it to him again in that national game. I yes, that's exactly what I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. I was a fan of that. Yeah, I, I'm a, a hunt, like, you can do that the whole game. I'll be happy because I'm just like, yes. Yes, thank you. That's exactly what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Not, oh, it's tree, tree, tree. Look at that ice cream cone. <laughs> I don't fucking care about this stupid kid with an ice cream cone. <laughs> it's soft, sir. It's soft, sir. Tree, 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 tree. Shut up. It's so funny. It's terrible. He's uh, just a cynic. You would not hear Doc Emery do that. Yeah, you would. No. No, he talks about home and masks. Yeah, I was just about to say that. <laughs> yeah. Also, oh, that helmet mask. It's supposed to be Well, I don't care what you say. They're still the best. Um, so what's um, – so let's throw so worst-case Ontario, best-case Ontario here. Best-case, the Hawks end up figuring it out, make a run for the playoffs here. Um, do they end up making a move at the deadline? Do they, um, what, what, what do they do to kind of move forward here? Are they going to look towards next season? Are they going to try and make the playoffs this year? Probably surprise some people or what? 
I mean, if you're not in the playoffs, if you're not in the playoffs by Jan, like in the playoff spot by January, I mean, you're sellers at the deadline, in my opinion. I mean, right now we only have three million to work with currently. Uh, I mean, I guess 15 15 for uh, deadline cap space. Yeah, and I mean, obviously you have a ton of no move clauses, so it's going to be hard to even move anybody at the deadline. But I mean, it's like it's. I don't know how it's going to be this year, but it's it's pretty much proven that if you're in the playoff spot by American Thanksgiving, you're going to be in a playoff spot. But obviously this yeah. year it's it's so tight. Like the the points are so tight right now. Yeah, you have no idea what's going to be. But I mean, it it doesn't look good. I'm I'm hopeful that maybe they'll make a playoffs and maybe win a game in the playoffs or something. But it's not it's not probable. I almost rather them like if yeah, like you said, if they're not in a playoff spot by say January, I rather have them just not do anything stupid, bringing on like contracts and all that. Yeah, to don't, try to make yeah, a run exactly. because don't, because don't make any moves unless you're selling. Yeah, because right yeah. now with the caps uh, limit or the cap seller cap supposedly going to be eighty three million. It mm. with the roster what we have right now and to next year we're around twenty one million in cap space. Yeah, and honestly, you can make a move. Apparently, people have been saying that the Hawks are all in on Panarin. I mean. I don't know how much you can throw at him compared to what he's going to want, but you can make a move to go get a solid, solid D, and that could help out a ton. If you can somehow yeah. convince someone to take either Siebes or Keith at the deadline. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, God. So here's here's my question. And if, say, by February, Hawks are still towards the bottom of the division, the conference, what have you. How long does Stan Bowman get to stay around and possibly screw up this roster even more? I don't think he. Makes, uh, I don't think he should make it to the offseason. I really don't, and that's. I know I, I have a bias. I think towards he will. Him. I think he will just based on the fact that you. I, I don't see them firing their coach and their GM in the same year, um, especially. I mean, there's no. There's not a ton of hope going into the season, and then after everything that's happened, there's really like not a ton of hope. So it's not like there's nothing. I don't know that can, I agree with that. He's not. There's nothing really he can do right now to help. No, I, I mean think. I don't. I don't agree with the statement of there wasn't any hope going into the season. I think there was. A lot no, of hope I, there was. There the was season. hope. There. I just don't think there was a ton of hope. Like I mean, compared to every other year where it's like. Oh, they're going to make a cup run. They're going to make a cup run. Did you expect yeah, to make a cup run this year going into the season? No. That's no, what I, I mean. Okay, so you're saying more so the expectations weren't. Yes, that's that's high. what I mean. Yeah, not. I, yeah, yeah okay. I guess hope's the wrong word. Expectations, I mean. Yeah. That's that's my fault. No, okay. He's going to give. No, I can agree with that, though. He's yeah. going to give the oldest fourth liner $3 million plus a no, full no movement clause. Right. And I just, it just, it sucks because I know he's not going to get fired. I just think if this is a situation, this is a turning point for the organization. And I think if there's the opportunity to bring in somebody new when we have this potential, like, cap freedom, why not explore that? I say wait and do it before the draft if you're going to. 
get a new guy in, have him talk to the scouts for the draft, and then you have a ton of cap space going into next year, and you can make some moves if need be. Okay, so I mean, so we're kind of on the same page that going by the draft slash going to the free agency, there should be a new GM. Is that what we're saying? Is that what you're saying? I, I would be, I wouldn't be surprised. Okay, but I don't think it's this year. Like, there's no point this year. I don't feel. I'm saying like I, I, I don't, I don't be, think he should be going into the off season, like this upcoming off season. I don't think he should be in charge of making any of the decisions about no, the future. I think- if anything, it should be the day after the season ends. Yeah. Goodbye. You're out. Honestly. Or maybe even give him the Elaine Vino treatment as soon as the last game and peace. You're done. Yeah. Honestly, I, I, I bet he makes it through another – after this year, he goes one more year. I bet yeah. he does. Or Yeah. Because he'll make some sort of moves where the Hawks will be like, oh, we have potential. Like, we have something to look forward to, and it's not going to pan out again. What former Hawk is available this uh, offseason? <laughs> Besides Panarin. Panarin. Yeah. <laughs> Buff? Yeah. Maybe Bufflin? For Stegan to make a comeback? Sick. Bufflin? No. Got a wreck, too, a couple days ago. He's oh, out God, country. yeah. Yeah, and he came back to that he game. He was weebly wobbly. Did he really? Oh, good they, Lord. He, yeah, he had to get pretty much pulled Jesus. off the ice. He went to the back room. They let him play in the rest of the game, and the next day he got moved to IR for concussion. So, yikes. What's the point of the spot? Yeah, I was going to say, I wonder if there's going to be any kind of a fine or maybe like a... Nothing uh, that I've heard of. Suspension or something like that for those trainers at the spotters or something. Nothing that I've heard of, and it's been over a week, I believe, already. So, I don't don't think there's going to be anything. Well, um, kind of changing gears, Jerem, you, you mentioned it. Um, is going to end up going up to $83 million. It was, uh, allegedly, allegedly, uh, yeah, allegedly, uh, that's what they're thinking. Um, which means a lot, uh, for a lot of different teams. Um, how does this affect the Blackhawks number one, uh, and the rest of the NHL number two? I mean, it just honestly, it's a good sign, obviously, because it just shows that the NHL is making more money each year. Yeah. So it just gives the gives each team a little bit more leeway on being able to sign players, especially after what we've seen in Toronto, obviously with Nylander asking for more money. I mean, these guys are this is the greatest NHL's ever been. Like every team has superstars on their team; they're gonna want money no matter what. I mean, you got fourth line guys making four million dollars. I mean, they need the space, so it's huge. Even if it is only yeah. what two point five that it's going up or whatever, like it's it's yeah. huge. Yeah. Well, and it also helps too with the salary cap uh, going up. That there's another team entering the league now. Seattle finally got their uh, got their team. The worst kept uh, secret. Today, the worst so. kept secret. Yeah, no kidding. It was like the worst kept secret that they were going to get a team. Oh yeah, the, the second like, that hey, season ticket. You think there's going to be another thing? expansion? Definitely not Seattle. If there is one, no, no, <laughs> I don't think so. No, nope, not at all. It was like what they sold the amount of tickets. Vegas sold their entire season ticket drive within the first like ten minutes yeah. or something like that. Ten ten minutes, I think they said they sold. I don't remember exactly. But they said in the first 10 yeah. minutes, they, they sold like a certain amount of season tickets. I can't remember exactly what number it was. It's unreal. Do you think that 
Did you guys watch the the press conference all today? No, unfortunately, yeah. I couldn't. There was one question that was, uh, "What are you going to do for your fans that are already uh, gotten their their season tickets, but they're uh, <laughs> and I forgot if it was the the owner, or the president, whoever that that old guy was." Um, but he was like, well, we don't have a, an arena yet, so it wouldn't be smart to start selling tickets, would it? <laughs> it wouldn't be smart selling a product great. we don't have anything for yet. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that was hilarious. thought that was good. But, uh, no, exciting to see Seattle coming in. Uh, changes some things uh, alignment-wise. Yeah. Uh, well, one quick, quick question, over, though, before we go into that. Uh, in, the, in the Pacific, yeah, and then Arizona going to switch over to the central so that uh that heated vegas arizona rivalry is uh now dead yeah the battle of the desert is uh no more mm-hmm. well in three years before we get to realignment what do you guys think of the name what's the name going to be do you agree with the vegas odds on the totems uh yeah that's what it like, sounds like um, it's going to end up being yeah what was um the Kraken would be unreal. That, that is my favorite one. That would be absolutely the Kraken would insane. Be cool. I would love to see the, what kind of jerseys those would be. The Emeralds, I don't think I quite enjoy those. Uh, apparently the jersey, uh, the design and the color scheme is going to be kind of like what that girl was wearing today, apparently. I guess that's why they had her wear that. Oh, really? Yeah. Was it cool? So black and black and red, I believe it was. Black shoulders with the red base. Oh god, the crack like, would be fucking yeah, it was like awesome more of a maroon, but yeah. That would be so cool with I'm the crack. Yeah, yeah, I know that's why I didn't go too hard on you. Yeah, thank you. Um No, but I mean uh so this brings us to thirty two teams uh coming in the twenty uh twenty 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 one year. Twenty one, uh, twenty two year. Oh, yeah, it's after 2021. Yeah. Um, Possible lockout what, year. Uh, what's the next step here for the NHL? Is it, um, you know, because you can't really go over 32 teams. Absolutely um, not. 30 was pushing it. Uh, getting us to 32 is now for max. So what's the, the next move here to kind of keep things fresh? Is it just playing simple realignment? Are we get some teams to probably move around? It's, it's going to be... It's hard to say that it's going to be like a relocation, but like, because like I don't know who it would relocate because they they want the teams where they're at. Like, no matter how bad they're doing, I mean, look at Arizona; they don't get the fans out there as much as they should. Their team's not that great, but because of them, you have Austin Matthews. So it's like it's 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 hard to move that kind of team. But at the same time, it's like if like Carolina, if they're they're not figuring out, it's like you you kind of have to at some point. Yeah. So, Jeremy, you made a point earlier in our group text um, saying that this kind of sets up the move to Houston for Arizona. And I was thinking about it. I mean, you're not wrong. Um, That would make it a little bit uh, easier for them. Because I guess what they're doing with their schedule uh, once um, Seattle does come in is they're going to play all their games against the Pacific, or at least a good chunk of them, at the beginning of the year while they're still on uh, Pacific time. And then when the clocks turn for daylight savings and they go to mountain time, they're going to go play after the rest of their schedule, which 
which was how I kind of understood it. So it would make it a little bit easier scheduling-wise to have uh, a team in Houston. Um, but I, I guess my question is, if Arizona kind of keeps on the track that they're going and they keep getting better and better and better and getting more and more fans, you know, is that really a good idea? Yeah, especially, honestly, yeah. Their, their team is has the potential to be so good right now. Um, mm-hmm especially with being in the Pacific for the next three more years, like that division sucks ass. So, I mean, Ronta is not even healthy right now. And they, they look good. I mean, they've got a solid young group of kids that, that can fucking play. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, and it's like when they do well, they do get fans out there. So I, I just, yeah. And seeing that the NHL literally bought them, for a whole year, like it, I don't see why the NHL would ever want to move them. So here, that's a good point too. He, here is what I think the issue is with Arizona and why they would be considered a realignment or a relocation. Oh baby, let's go, <laughs> Austin Matthews. Sorry, no, that's fine. Um, I don't think it's not the the level of the team playing. I don't think it's the fans' support. It's the arena. They cannot get arena set in a location that is going to be financially beneficial for, I believe, the league and the team. I think that's the biggest issue. And it's pretty much it's been a couple of years where they've had these town hall meetings and all, all this voting like, are we going to bring this, t- this team here? Are we Are going to bring this here? And then as that's going on, Batman has said, well, if it's not going to work out there, we'll, we have no, we'll have no choice but to look for realignment. So I mm-hmm. think the whole key factor is, are they going to be able to lock down a arena that makes sense th- to keep a team in the area? I mean, I, I think that's, I, don't I mean, know. I honestly think that's the huge whole factor. Like if I think if that team was playing like in downtown Phoenix, or you know maybe just outside of Phoenix, it would be a completely different story with these guys. But isn't the arena like an hour or something away from Phoenix or something like that? Or what is it, Glendale? Yeah, it's like I mean it's it's like a it's a drive. Glendale, I think. Glendale, yeah. I mean, honestly, all those cities aren't that far from each other, but obviously not being in like a downtown area like Phoenix is obviously not going to be beneficial. Um, no. But it comes down to if they're winning, they're still going to get fans out there. That's, that's, I feel like that's just the main point. They need to win. They're in Glendale right now. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but yeah, yeah. Like every time I think about it, I just go back to thinking like the NHL literally bought them to make sure that they didn't relocate. Like why, and now Austin Matthews is tearing it up. Like, why? Why would they ever make a move? Like, I just—it just doesn't make sense. Is like for NHL. Mm. I yeah, think that Car- I think Carolina would be more of a move, and it'd be to Quebec. I think that would be a quicker move than Arizona to Houston, especially Houston. Like, I don't feel like the Stars sell out that much in Dallas. Why bring another team to Houston? There's a lot of support for a team in Houston though. Like it Yeah, and I yeah. just I don't understand it. Like I really I really don't. And I got a Yeah, cr- I heard the demand was almost like Seattle. Yeah. Uh, but then then Houston. again it didn't 
it didn't make sense for me for them to go to Vegas, but look at how it is. So, I mean, I obviously yeah. I, I don't know what I'm talking about always. All right, and I want to correct myself real quick before I get chirped. It's only like a 17-minute drive from Glendale to Phoenix, so. Yeah, the, those there's like three major cities down there, and they're they're all like relatively close to each other. Yeah. So then, you know, I have no idea what the issue is then. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's more of an issue for Ottawa probably yeah. than it would be for the Coyotes. So you want to talk about relocation. I've had a couple ideas that I want to throw out there. I mean, obviously I've said Arizona to Houston. We talked about that. Ottawa to Quebec. And Carolina back to Hartford. I have a. I don't think anything is ever going to happen with Ottawa, um, yeah. just because. I mean, they're the the very first NHL team, yeah. really. Uh, they're the oldest, I guess. Um, they were created back like in early 1900s, like the 1910. Um, so I don't think they would do anything to move them just from a historical standpoint. Um, you know, I, I really don't know what to say about Ottawa. Or would it make more sense? Or would it make more sense to move Carolina to Quebec? So you get another Canadian team that, but also it doesn't make sense to move a team from North America or from America to Canada because just based off of the dollar, like the value of dollar between American and Canadian dollar, because that's that's kind of something they worry about a lot. Which I mean, yeah. you don't think of as a fan, but it goes huge into how much money they make based right. off of because all the revenue that they get is in American. So I mean, if you're selling out in can like in Canada, it's you're not technically making as much as you think you are. So, so I, I don't know, and it, it affects the cap, definitely. Um, but at the same time, I mean, if you're selling out every game in Quebec, what's the difference between that and having a couple thousand in Carolina every day? Yeah, that arena yeah. in Quebec, too. It's such a shame that they don't have a team. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they should have never left there, honestly. Yeah. I'm not saying that they don't deserve one. I'm just... Oh, no, yeah, no, I, I know what you're saying. I'm yeah. saying it's a shame that, and it sucks that right now it just looks like Quebec is just shit out of luck. Yeah, and I would love to watch some battle of Quebecs between Montreal and Quebec and just fucking watching those those Nordiques jerseys are filthy. Oh yeah. I would love for them to bring back the Nordiques. I mean if they go there, they, they have to do like the Nordiques, right? Yeah, but we thought no. we said the same thing about the Jets and they completely changed it up. What? Are you talking about the jerseys or the team name? The team. Oh, the team name. Yeah, of course they got to do the Nordiques. I thought you were talking about the jerseys. I said that. Yeah. Can't, can they, though? Because technically it's Colorado. Yeah, but the Jets were, was Phoenix, and the Thrashers moved it there and took it. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, so I, I think just, I think as long as they – I always get confused when it comes to that kind of thing. Yeah. You know? I think as long as they yeah. – as long as the rights if, – if Colorado still owns the rights to Quebec Nordiques – I think as long as it gets sold or whatever, or like they do like a, a transfer agreement or something, it's it's not an issue. Yeah, who knows if they even technically own it anymore? Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Well, Noli, let's get to uh, the big news. 
uh, coming from the NHL. Willie finally signs his deal, and not a second too soon, might I yeah. add. Six by 6.9. Nice. Way to go, Willie. <laughs> and the deal was, it had to be done by 5 p.m. Eastern time uh, on December 1st. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that deal was officially signed and done at 4.55. Holy what? cow. Yeah. Um I was watching interviews from uh, Dubas and somebody asked, you know, like, when did you, when were you confident you were going to get a deal done? And he said at three thirty central, when Willie called and said, Hey, can we get a deal done? <laughs> like it was, it was literally just Willie just waiting to the very, very last minute to get as much as he could. And Dubas just, it was, literally, it was literally who's going to blink first. Yeah, absolutely. And it, I mean, you can't fault either side in this situation. I mean, Willie thinks he deserves so much, especially with that. He can't get a no move clause. Like I understand he doesn't want to get low balled and then get traded. But at the same time, it's like, if you're the least, you have to take a stand. Otherwise Marner and Matthews, like are, they're going to ask for the world. Like you can't, you have to get this guy at a decent price. So I understand it sucks. We lost, two months of a really good hockey player, but he's back and supposed to play Thursday. So I am stoked. And not only that, I fucking love Neilander. He's one of my favorite Leafs. I, I don't know. I, I'm still under the impression of, I was his teammate and I knew that he was holding out over a couple million dollars, which to an NHL player is, Practically nothing. I know he wanted the no move clause and whatever. There's probably more of it going into it. But I, I still think like if I'm if I'm a teammate, I probably would have lost a little respect. Nah, I, I you know, we're I here. I don't think so. We're I mean, here. you know, we're you know, he's skating. I think it's go ahead. No, go. no, I mean, if, if I'm a teammate, I mean, we're out here. We're busting our balls. Why have we got a team? together for the first time since what, like 2003 that's got a legitimate chance to win a show. And you know, you're going to hold out over a couple million dollars while, you know, we're out Austin Matthews for, uh, what, three, you know, our, our main guy is for, we could be using it right now. You could be helping us. When these yeah, but the thing is, Matthews isn't here. The thing is, Matthews I don't know, Matthews went down. They still had a winning record. They're twenty and eight right now without Nylander. Like I, I mean, they're they're doing well without him. Like they're a couple of without him. Just adding him is like just puts them over the iceberg, like tip of the iceberg there. Um, and honestly, I I I don't. I mean, if you're in that situation, like Matthews and Marner, they're gonna want to get paid also. So I mean, they can't really be in that position of like, oh fuck this dude. Like they haven't even been able to be in that position themselves. So I mean. You can't really judge somebody from what they do on the, until you put yourself in that position. And yeah, I mean, I, guess. I don't know. It's like everybody, it's, literally everybody called him all the time and texted him while they were waiting. And as soon as he came back, like they're like little kids on Christmas. They were all fucking ecstatic. Like they were so stoked that he signed. I mean, it's just one of their best friends, you know, you're not getting, if me and you were on the same team, me, all the three of us were on a team 
and I held out for two months, and you guys were still winning without me. Are you really going to resent me that much? No, man. Go get paid. Exactly. Now, if, if if it was just outside of a wild card spot, you know, and it's like like that, you know, oh, what's going on type of season, I think that's when the story changes a little bit. I, Absolutely. It doesn't change. I still don't think it changes as much as you would, as you were saying, poets, where it's like it causes a problem in the locker room. I think it's just more of a frustrated, like, all right, yeah, man, gonna let, be let's just get going. Let's go. Right now, it's, right now, it's just like, hey, we're winning without you. We have a potential to go way further with you, though. It's, I don't know. I guess. No. I guess. I just think it's greedy. Greedy and petty when he's going to end up making that money at some point anyway. Why not just wait? You know, but, help your team get as far as you possibly. You're going to take a couple on this year. In you the end, though, what? hey, I mean, he's doing that though. He can't. He signed. He waited till the very last minute and he signed. He, I mean, even no matter what he wanted, he just wanted to play at the end of it, and he held out to get as much as he could, and he did that, and he signed. And here's one argument I, I have with what you said, and I hear it on like chicklets a lot too. They're like what you just said it's like oh you're gonna get paid anyways honestly there's no guarantee exactly why i mean you need to do what you can to get that now because who knows what happens next year like you know god forbid some like freak accident happens and he's never allowed to play hockey you know he's got to retire that's why getting such a huge signing bonus like he did he's making 10 million in the first year he's getting 42 percent of his signing like the the what is it? 42% of what he's making, he's making in the first year. And maybe the least weren't offering that at upfront at first. Like it, you don't know exactly what the contract details were that we're stop, we're stopping him at all the way till the end. That part is incredible. Yeah. Which it's absolutely insane. I mean, he gets, I think he gets 10 million in signing bonus this year. And then, his salary for the second year is only three hundred thousand, and he gets another two million in signing bonus. Mm-hmm. Let me pull it up real quick and see if they have it. It's something along those lines. Yeah, which also might be um, so next something. year. So okay, the reason it's ten million this year it's because it's prorated for his time missed. Um, well, that's that's because of the cap, hit. right? Right. The cap yeah. Goes up to so 10, yeah. his base salary this year is ten million. With a two million dollars signing bonus next year, his signing bonus is eight point three million. His base salary is seven hundred thousand. Yeah, and then after the, after the rest of the contract, it's a three point five million signing bonus with a two point five million base for the rest of the contract. Yeah, which is absolutely insane. Yeah, um, which also those kind of contracts and those kind of signing bonuses might cause some uh, might be another reason for a, a lockout going forward so yikes so do you think with i mean okay first let me ask this is a two-part question first was this a win for nylander i think this is a win for both sides okay so do you think that seeing how this played out more rfas are going to start taking advantage of this and start Um, pulling this move waiting till december 1st i it's hard to say because I mean it's it's been an option for all of them for so long, but this is the first time we've seen it literally go till the very last minute. But nobody's I, had the balls to do it. Exactly, and 
I mean, honestly, I think a lot of it was his dad in his ear, like telling him to wait, to wait. So, and I don't think a lot of players' dads are going to be in their ear like that. Like you, I think Pochi pointed out before that his dad has done this to teams before too, like when he was playing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I, it's hard to say, but I think a lot more players are going to wait it out. Cause what was it? Nick, Nick Ritchie in Anaheim was waiting too, right? Uh, I don't remember. This year, like, there was, there was, yeah, there was another guy in Anaheim waiting out. I mean, he only waited like oh, three Rich, weeks or something, and then he got it. Wasn't it Richie, Richie or something like that? Yeah, Nick Richie. Yeah, he got. He ended up getting like one point three mil or something like that. But like, he held out. And then Trubo, just nobody is it nobody Trubo? noticed because Nylander obviously stole the show. Yeah. Wasn't Trubo or however you say his name from the Jets? Didn't he do this too? A couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, I. Th- I think, he signed so. though, I think I think he signed right before the season started. Yeah, I don't I don't really remember honestly. Yeah. But yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean Does this get you worried about what's gonna happen with Matthews and Marner now? I think they have Matthews set. They I think they know exactly what they're gonna pay him. Um I think they're just gonna try and Get Marner to as little as possible. I think it's going to be more worrisome for Marner. And the way he's fucking salary, man. And the way he's been playing, he's fucking fourth. Yeah, I mean, it only gives you two and a half extra mil. I mean, they got a lot of space right now, but I mean, they're projecting Matthews is probably going to make eleven. Yeah, he's going to make. He's going to make at least thirty points. Yeah, well, that's exactly what I was going to say. I mean, Matthew, Matthews just got his fifteenth goal in fourteen games. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, it all depends on how the rest of his season goes. Plus, his health has always kind of been an issue too. I mean, there's he's, he's been hurt four times some, already. Yeah. So I mean, that's also something that you got to consider as well. But Marner. But he also every single time he's come back and had at least a seven game point streak when he comes back and he scored yeah, at least three points the the very next game. <laughs> so it's like, hey, I if you're going to get hurt, get hurt in like the final and then come back and. Tear it up for seven game series. Yeah, yeah. And it looks but, like they're gonna have. I mean, they're gonna have a decent amount of cap space to play with next year, and they'll have ten. And they have ten guys. They need to resign between RFAs and UFAs. But yeah, and I mean, some of those guys aren't coming back. Like Ron Hainsey, he's not coming back. Yeah. Like that. What is that? Two million or something like that? Three million in cap three million, space too? Yeah. Wait, you mean that that kind of a player isn't going to get three million in the no movement clause in the next two years? Uh, Stan Bowman's going to give him a call. You bet your ass that's going to happen. Yeah, I mean he won. The and he's going to get probably. He's going to probably get that veteran presence. He'll probably that get a six. He'll, Chicago. He'll, he'll get a six by six. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um. But yeah, I mean, looking at it, it's it's going to be interesting. Like these players keep getting better and better, and it's you're paying for their potential compared to you know, how, how far they've come and what they, how many points they can put up. Yeah, I don't know. And it's going to be interesting how Dubis is going to play that. I mean, it seems like he's had a plan in place for a while and it feels like he got what he wanted out of that really deal. Um, so I think, I think all is still kind of going along the same course that, that Dubis wanted. Yep, like I said, 
I think it's win win for both sides. Yeah. I'm just yeah. Gonna, and like you said too, I'm just really curious how this is gonna affect the net CBA. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Just in time, just in time for Seattle to come in too. Like I think that's I the season. Yeah, welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. Our oh, yeah. inaugural season. Let's push it back a year though. Can you imagine their <laughs> inaugural season only being like a forty eight game season? Yeah. That would suck. That's yeah. forty eight game start of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, not great. Um, you guys uh, have anything else? Do you guys want to talk about the Wilson hit real quick? No, I think it's past. We're past that. It's it's been. I think it's enough's been said about that. It's an idiot doing stupid shit, and it's just it's gonna take one of those that's gonna hurt somebody and really gonna fuck him. Yeah, it's a thing too because. I actually like him as a player. Other than that, he has been unreal for them since he came back. Yeah, and it's, he's kind of like a Marshan, where right. it's like he doesn't need to play that kind of way because he's so effective when he's healthy and playing. Like when you when you uh, text us about that hit, and I finally saw the video, it was like my first reaction was, "You don't need to be doing that shit." Exactly, like, but also like it. So that kind of hit it. I get why people were upset because it was Wilson. Like he could have tried to move out of the way more, but at the same time he did try to move out of the way. But at the same time, it's like, he's, I know that type of player and you put yourself in a position to where you get as close as you can. And then you make the effort to get out of the way. Not saying that's what he did, but that kind of player, like they're smart enough to put themselves in a situation where, they can do something stupid and not look dumb doing it. He's kind of in the same situation as, um, as Marshawn in, in the respect of, you know, don't lick people. <laughs> well, no, you know, I guess, um, benefit of the doubt, uh, that's gone. Yeah. Absolutely. For, which, for, for the both of them. I which mean, it should if, be. if he, if he did try to get out of the way, because of the shit you've pulled in the past, how are we supposed to believe that? Yep. You know? Um, so I think he just, he needs to be careful. Really. You want, you want um, benefit of the doubt. Don't do stupid shit like that constantly. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you made, since you've come back, the caps have been eight and one, like why? And you've scored really? what? Seven goals. Yeah. It's yeah. You're, you're more effective on the ice, putting up points, giving Ovi and Backstrom space out there than you are throwing stupid hits to take guys out of place. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Well, did we get any uh, riding planes, Jim? I don't believe so. Nobody likes us. Okay. It's probably well. I mean, people well, probably we don't realize we were out an hour before. Yeah, that's true. And you know, it's been like two months or whatever. it's literally been a month. Actually, yeah, it's almost been a month to the day. Nice. Well, we almost nailed right, guys, it. We, we should have waited a little longer. Yeah, the last time we recorded was the day Q was fired. Nice. Nailed it. Yeah. Well, we'll talk yeah. to you when Bowman gets fired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you betcha. I will yeah. fucking live stream on Instagram when Bowman gets fired of me running around cheering. I was like, I'm going to probably be as happy as I was. Through the quad naked? Yes, I will. I will fucking <laughs> yeah, do it. Yeah, bring your green hat. <laughs> I was saying, like, as bad as it sounds, I think I'll be, like, as excited as I was when I heard that Dollar Bill died. Oh. 
Oh, oh, I'm boy. sorry. I don't oh, care. God. That was like the best day. That was like Oops. Christmas. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> I took it there. I took it there, oh, and, I, and I'm not taking wow. it back. Were you sure out of that? On opening night that booed his name as they were doing a battle silence? No. That was one of you. That was you, wasn't it? No, I wouldn't that do was, that. That's like, yeah. I wouldn't do that. I, I would cheer. I was happy in in my home. But I would never go out and say that. I, I mean, was happy and cheering, and then I did a yeah, moment no, of silence. Yeah, no, it's not like we're on a public I was happy and, and cheering. No, you got to be – I'm not that big of an asshole. Well, well eh. you're proving yourself wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, fellas, this has been fun. Any final uh, any final thoughts? Um, boobs, airplanes, ground. Ice. Those are my thoughts. Brown ice. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. Brown ice as in uh, chocolate ice cream or brown ice as in I shit my pants while I was on the ice? No, I, I said ground. Ah. <laughs> like, I said beer. I'm sorry. I'm colorblind. So. <laughs> oh, yes, obviously. Because you said brown. <laughs> Be racist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, all right. Charming. Um, I'm just gonna say lose for Hughes. I'm I'm all aboard that train right now. I'm not aboard that train I at can't. all. I can't. I'll never get them. I can't hope for a team like. But you know what though? We're not gonna lose. I'm. You know, we can still lose enough. Like, look at New Jersey. They had a high, low odds of winning that first round pick or that first overall pick, and they got it. I'm not saying tank completely. Just. I mean, just do enough. I mean, if you're not gonna make the playoffs, just take it easy. Yeah. There, take it easy a little bit. It, could the Hawks trade winter classics for high draft picks now? Oh, can yeah. Ugh. Honestly, like, like this should be the last winter classic for them because they nailed the jerseys so well. I was about to say That's, we haven't talked about the jerseys on here. Yeah, Holy that, well, shit. yeah. Because we didn't know what they looked like last time. I know. Oh my yeah. god. Both both jerseys look incredible. Yeah. It's going to be a fun one. Yeah. Well, not, it's going to be really, 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 really good. It'll be a good sight to see, but it's not going to be a mm-hmm. fun one. No. I, I hope to God that it's not a disaster like the Minnesota one was. Oh. It's, it's almost guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. That's true. All right, boys. Well, this was fun. Um, hopefully, we don't uh, we don't wait as long to do this again uh, the next time. So, uh, for Pope Snow and Jam, thanks for coming along on episode 51, the Soupy. Soup. Uh, we'll see you guys. Uh, we'll see you next time. Soupy. Follow the guys on Twitter at WCBP, on Instagram, WCB Podcast, and like them on Facebook, the Windy City Benders Podcast. The Windy City Benders Podcast.